Hello, everybody, and welcome to Cliss's Mic Drop as we come to you uh, on the eve of the Broncos' uh, schedule release. We'll see what happens there as far as the uh, Broncos' schedule. Everybody looking forward to that. One thing the NFL has going for it uh, is the fact that they've got some non-activity live events, which can, even though uh, there's no action involved, so uh, don't have to worry about infecting anyone with the uh, coronavirus outbreak. Uh, it is also uh, something that has some live suspense. So we already know who the Broncos' opponents are uh, for 2020, uh, but we just don't know exactly when the uh, when the dates and the places are coming out. Um, so we're going to find that out uh, here on Thursday evening. Um, you've got uh, what, well, the one thing we've heard about the schedule is that uh, there's a there. It looks like they're going to try to front load the NFC games, uh, the NFC opponents, in case there's a contracted schedule, in case uh, there's no preseason in case there's two games wiped out in the regular season. And then you'd still have more of a legitimate champion by playing AFC West teams number one and AFC teams uh, number two. Uh, let's go over, if we uh, can, what the, um, the, the, the Broncos' road schedule is. At Carolina is on the schedule, Christian McCaffrey. Um, wouldn't be a bad start there. At Atlanta, that was the game that was supposed to be that was supposed to be in, in London. That London trip has been canceled because of the coronavirus outbreak. I think uh, that would have been a tough call to get past the players' union. No way the players' union was going to allow international tra travel. At the New York Jets, uh, it's been a tough trip to the Meadowlands for the Broncos in recent years, uh, but they need to do some business, take care of some business against Adam Gaze and Sam uh, Darnold and the gang. Uh, Bradley Roby won't be making that trip. He didn't make that trip two years ago either. <laughs> uh, we just, uh, at New England without Tom Brady, that's going to be interesting. You hope that game, by the way, is earlier rather than later. There's nothing worse than trying to play at New England where it's cold. Uh, that cold just, just bites right through your skin up there in uh, Foxborough, especially when it's windy. Tom Brady, how he played so well there all those years, I don't know. Uh, the, then you've got uh, at the at the Chiefs, at the Raiders, uh, at the Chargers in Los Angeles. Pittsburgh's on the schedule, road schedule. That's Ben Roethlisberger, Juju uh, Smith-Schuster. Um, then let's uh, take a look at some of the home games. Uh, some of the home games on the schedule, New Orleans Saints. I think that'll be early. Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Brady and Gronk. Uh, again, that's at, at those are NFC teams, so probably see them earlier rather than later. The Buffalo Bills come to town uh, with uh, Josh Allen back into the Rocky Mountain region. He's from Wyoming. You have uh, the Miami Dolphins coming with that brand new Tua. I'd be excited to see him. You have uh, the Titans coming to town again, as they did last year. The Broncos handled them. Sent Mariota to the bench, and uh, uh, Ryan Tannehill came off the bench and uh, did quite the job for the Titans, leading them to the uh, AFC Championship game before they ran into the Kansas City Chiefs. 
Then you got, of course, you got the Chargers, you got the Raiders, and you got the Chiefs here at home. So uh, that's going to be the schedule. We had a chance to sit down and talk to uh, earlier this week with Trey Marshall. You know, we talk about all the winners that the Broncos had in the draft. Garrett Bowles was a winner because they didn't take a left tackle. Uh, Todd Davis was a winner because they didn't take an inside linebacker. Of course, Drew Locke was a winner because they got so many weapons for him and Judy and Hamler. And then finally, Trey Marshall. I tell you what, uh, Kareem Jackson and Justin Simmons are the only surefire safeties. They will be the starting safeties for the Broncos. But Trey Marshall is the number three safety. He started in place of the suspended uh, Kareem Jackson. Kareem got popped for a DUI during the season last year, served his two-game suspension at the end of last year. Fortunate for the Broncos, by the way, because it's a three-game suspension. That offense is a three-gamer this year, so they they saved the game there. They're already out of contention, uh, so it was good that he served it last year. Uh, but Trey Marshall probably fill that Will Parks role and be the number three safety for the Broncos. So we had a chance to talk to Trey Marshall. Uh, interesting guy, quiet guy, starting to come out of his shell, uh, played in two or three games as a rookie, uh, started uh, two games uh, as uh, two or three games in year two. He's undrafted out of Florida State. Interesting guy. I think you'll enjoy the conversation. So let's go right now to the interview we had earlier this week uh, between myself and Trey Marshall, the Broncos' backup safety. And then we'll be back on the other side to conclude our podcast, uh, Cliss's Mic Drop. Trey, welcome. Now, you know, they've been talking about who are the winners of the Broncos' draft. You know, from, from current Garrett Bowles, for instance, they didn't get a left tackle. Drew Locke, a big winner because of all the weapons they got. I thought Trey Marshall was another winner. Didn't get a safety. Uh, I guess Vic Fangio likes you. You're uh, you're penciled in, inked in to be the number three safety. Were you glad to see no safety come off the board? Uh, yeah, I talked to them like before the draft and all this. They told me they weren't going to take a safety. And that's basically just letting me know I need to step up even more. Yeah, what um, – do you think at the end of the year you finished as the third safety yeah. for the Broncos? Talk about that experience for you. How, how do you think you fared? Uh, I think I did pretty good. It's a couple of things I wish I could have went out there and did, but overall I think I did great. Uh, good enough so uh, we ain't got to take another safety, of course. So it's just time to take it to another level. Now they did take an undrafted uh, safety, and we yeah. know better than that. Dismiss undrafted rookies, right, Trey? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> undrafted rookies count, too. Um, you spent your first year mostly on practice squad, right? And then we're activating the last couple games? Uh, yeah, the last three games of my rookie season, I was activated. We're not trying to look back. What, 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 what's it like being on the practice squad? Uh, work, work hard, keep your head down, don't say anything, uh, seen but not heard? Uh, yeah, pretty much. You know, just play your role and just get work on your game. Just try to get better and prove to the coaches that you belong there and you, you going to be ready whenever the number calls. So. At Florida State, you played what was called the star position quite a bit. Yeah. Tell us 
Uh, tell us about that. Is that a nickel? Is that like a <laughs> What was that? Uh, stars pretty much, you know, just nickels. Like, in our scheme, it was pretty much like, like first down, it was like a wide, a wide outside linebacker. And then later on in the downs, it was just like progressing to like a nickel road, man to man on the slot. What uh, Will, Will Parks played that quite a bit last year? Do you think you yeah. might uh, get a chance to replace him at that nickel type role? Uh, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, I'm ready if they if they if that's what they say I need to do. I'm ready to do it. It ain't like I ain't did it before, so. Tell us what it was like growing up in Lake City. That's uh, about an hour from Jacksonville. Yeah. Uh, on, on which side? Uh, uh, toward Tampa? You know, it was... It's like exactly west. Like, you drive okay. out, you're going to be in Lake City. So, so up, um, uh, it's like a little country city. Not, not too many people, but it's enough. You know what I'm saying? So. It's just another. It's just a another Florida city. Uh, close to Georgia, then. Do I got yeah. that right? Yeah, it's like it's probably like an hour from Georgia, like by Dawson. You know what that's right. at. Yeah, when you said when you said it was country, uh, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of Georgia towns around there that are country too. Yeah, so North, North Florida, South Georgia, is pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Um. What have you been doing during the pandemic uh, shutdown? You're you're in Florida, at your uh, you're you're in Lake City right now with yeah. your mom. So um, you've had warm weather. You've been able to get outside and do some work. Oh yeah, when it ain't when it's not raining, it rained a lot of Florida. So whenever it's not raining, then I'll go out there and get some work in. Just trying to with everything being shut down, you just try to get work in any way you can. So it might be you might be in the house that day. You might be outside. It all depends. Did you get a program from uh, Coach Landau uh, as far as what what to do during this time? Yeah, we got a little, pretty much a day-to-day -day program, and then I just add my little, whatever I, I feel like I need to work on that day, I add it to the program. Uh, tell us about the virtual meetings you've had with uh, <laughs> w uh, with the coaches. What have those been like? Uh, it's pretty much just like the same as the classroom set, like, just like how we meet in regular. It's just virtual like we can't see each other or nothing like that but we talking to each other the whole time and we still we still pretty much doing the same learning that we will do all right so are you with uh coach hill and coach donatelle are they both uh instructing class for you oh yeah coach b can't forget about b uh, oh yeah gotcha uh, so is it hard to stay concentrated i would think when you're in your own home <laughs> classroom it's uh oh, no nah, not at all not with Donatelle because they can they can see us so you're not concentrated you look like you dazed out he gonna call on you so you oh. gotta stay locked in the whole time you gotta be it's, it's constant communication the whole the whole meeting how long are those meetings generally uh, I think they were uh hour 30 minutes it ain't too bad and then we get a we get a break and but like uh halfway through so it go by it go by pretty fast Okay, so like 45 minutes break, 45 minutes like that? Okay, so not as long as I thought. How much are you itching to get out of the field with your teammates? I'm ready to go back to them, but now I go back out there and just, I was just talking to, I was just talking to my, uh, my coach, my old high school coach about this. It. Like, I, it ain't nothing like just going out there 
and just being on the field, actually practicing the plays and going, getting in the rhythm. Uh, who's your high school coach? Uh, coach Vern, Vernon Emerson. Okay. Um, all right. How do you think the Broncos are going to do this year in light of uh, the offseason acquisitions? I think we're going to take it to another level. You know, everybody want to go win and say they're going to go win the Super Bowl, but we just want to win games and just go out there and get the job done, make the fans happy, make the city happy, and win. How have you uh, gotten acclimated to Denver in your two years here? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I still really ain't acclimated out there, but I love the city. But, like, this is just beautiful to me. You know what I'm saying? I don't really go out and do, like, all the outdoor stuff and all the other stuff out there. But as far as, like, just being out there, it's a pretty good vibe, and I love the city. All righty, welcome back to the second half of Clissa's Mic Drop, our uh, podcast that we do weekly during the season, periodically during the offseason. We've been doing it uh, quite a bit, uh, quite regularly here as the NFL has continued with its news in this offseason. You had the draft, you had free agency. Uh, both times, uh, Commissioner Goodell decided to go forward. Now he's going forward with uh, the fact that... Um, uh, the schedule release. So these are non-action events, but they're still got uh, the, the, some suspense uh, with live uh, live events. So I think all in all, the fans have been appreciative of it. Uh, we understand the concerns people have with health and safety in light of the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, these are some things, free agency, there's news involved that uh, people still need their news. So um, uh, it's been good to have this. Uh, the Thursday will be the release of the schedule. And again, for the Broncos, as you look at the schedule, um, you've got uh, Christian McCaffrey and the Carolina Panthers on the road. You've got New England without Tom Brady. It looks like Jared Stidman will be the quarterback. But you know they'll be good because Bill Belichick is still their coach. Uh, that's probably the highlight on the road as well as Big Ben and Juju at the Steel City against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, at home, some of the big ones, uh, Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, and the Tampa Bay Bucks are coming to town. Drew Brees and Michael Thomas uh, will be coming to town. That'll be a good one. And we anticipate these NFC teams to... Uh, be early in the schedule during the warmer weather as uh, the NFL, in case it has to contract the schedule and has to delay the preseason, has to suspend the early part of the regular season, they want to backload all the AFC games. Uh, so uh, Miami Dolphins with Tua coming to town. I'll be anxious to see that. And, of course, I think the biggie is uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. I think they're the best draw in the NFL right now. Broncos, of course, play them home and road, and that really had a lot to do with their offseason. Thank you to Trey Marshall, the Broncos' uh, number three safety behind um, Justin Simmons and Kareem Jackson. Uh, Trey Marshall must have showed Vic Fangio he can do it. 
uh, because they didn't draft a safety. Uh, they did sign Douglas Coleman, an undrafted rookie from Texas Tech, who had eight interceptions last year. Uh, but he got a $5,000 signing bonus, not a guy they're really counting on in 2020 anyway, maybe in the future. And then they didn't sign a safety in free agency. So it's Simmons, Kareem Jackson, and Trey Marshall. Hope you enjoyed that interview. And again, uh, what we've got here with John Elway and Vic Fangio is the Broncos are trying to close the gap between the Broncos offense and Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, and the Chiefs offense. The Chiefs averaged right around 30 points a game during the regular season the last two years, maybe a little more. In the postseason, when everybody was healthy and clicking, the Chiefs scored 39 points a game. Remember, what was that game against the uh, Houston Texans, their first playoff game for the Chiefs? They were down something like 31-7, to and they won going away 51-31. Uh, just uh, almost an unstoppable offense. So the Broncos, they get Melvin Gordon, running back, who can catch out of the backfield in free agency. They get Judy and Hamler, receivers, back-to-back -back in the draft. Uh, that was sending a message right there. Albert O, tight end. Drew Locks, uh, tight end from college. So it just goes to show you they have a lot of faith in uh, Drew Locke uh, going forward here in 2020. Be interesting to see the Broncos in virtual meetings, no OTAs. I think that'll hurt them. Uh, I think the Broncos will be better in the second half of the season rather than in the first. I know I said that last year because of the new head coach, Vic Fangio. That tr proved to be true, by the way. Um, they were, what were they, 3-8 and eight at one point last year and then finished 4-1. and one. So... Uh, uh, they were better in the second half. This year, I think they'll be better in the second half because they have a new offensive coordinator in Patrick Shermer, new quarterback coach in Mike Shula, and a young offense, a lot of young offensive players at the skill position. So uh, I, I think it'll be a slow start offensively for the Broncos. That doesn't mean they can't win a game or two on defense early to kind of keep their head above water, finish 9-7, and seven and get that seventh and final an extra playoff spot that the NFL has added in each conference this year. On defense, the Broncos lose Harris and Wolf. Chris Harris and Derek Wolf, they've been around forever. They're part of that Super Bowl uh, 50 team. The only three players, you know who they are? Only three players remaining from Super Bowl 50. Um, not including Hireman, who was on IR that, that year as a rookie. And Jeff Hireman is not going to be part of this 2020 team. Uh, when they set that 53-game roster. Wouldn't think, unless there's some unfortunate injuries. But the three players, Vaughn Miller, Brandon McManus, and Todd Davis. Todd Davis was a backup, a special teamer that year, playing behind Brandon Marshall and Danny Trevathan. Uh, McManus had a really good year, had a real good postseason, didn't miss a kick. And Vaughn Miller uh, basically sing single-handedly gave the Broncos that Super Bowl 50 win. So... All right, everybody, that'll do it for uh, Clissa's mic drop here as we give you uh, um, uh, our regular uh, podcast here that we've had through the offseason, a lot of NFL news. And again, Thursday will be the schedule release. It'll be exciting to find out when, where um, the Broncos play. We know uh, where they'll play. We just don't know what order, what time of game, that type of thing. Should be an exciting team. Let's see how much of that schedule they'll actually play. 
There's four preseason games. You'll be able to hear, uh, watch them on Channel 20, our sister station here at 9 News. And then uh, you got the 16 regular season games. Again, anticipating that the AFC games will be backloaded and the NFC games will be toward the front uh, of the season. No game in London. They will not be going to Atlanta. That's official, or they will be going to Atlanta. That's official and not London. So thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you to Trey Marshall for joining us on uh, Cliss's Mic Drop. And we'll see you again on this podcast real soon.